Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Nintendo Fanboys. And unfortunately, I'm all by myself, so it's just me and the Babe Rona, also known as Baby, also known as my cat. And I know there was a Nindies, I think is what it's called, like mini direct type thing. Um, and I'm, I don't actually want to talk about that today. What I want to talk about today is the fact that Nintendo is in a very interesting position. And they're in a position that they haven't been in in forever. And I'm going to do a different format than I normally do. So instead of having like a blast from the past and all that, I really want to save that with Steven. It's much more interesting when Steven's here or Ahmed's here or anyone's here. Uh, but we didn't have a chance this week to get together, so I really wanted to just do this myself because I promise you guys that we're going to try and have more regular content, so that's exactly what I'm, what I'm going to do. So I'm going to try and talk to myself, basically, for about half an hour or so, something like that. It, it'll basically be like my own mini-direct. So what I want to talk about today in particular is the incredible sales that Nintendo has had over this past December. Now, if you don't know this, okay, the NPD has released the the latest figures and stuff like that. Now, we don't have actual numbers, all right? But what we do know is the fact that Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, which does not, okay, keep this in mind, does not include digital sales, was the number five game of the whole year by dollars, okay? So that means how much money the game generated, not necessarily by units. So if a game was like $140, that obviously would help it out. But obviously that doesn't make any sense in this case. We're pretty much comparing apples to apples, okay? Now, this is staggering because the game was released on December 7th. And I'm not going to lie, I own it and I have devoted all of no time to it. And that's because of my MBA and, and everything else. You know, I'm, I'm a busy, very, very busy person. And I just haven't had, I just haven't had a chance to actually play it. Okay. Uh, now that doesn't mean that I'm not going to, or that I don't want to. I actually do. I want to check it out. But the fact is that I'm taking my education extremely serious right now. And it's going very, very well. I'm, I'm doing really well. But I want to get back on topic here. So it was the number five game of the whole year. Number one was Red Dead Redemption 2, which included the digital sales. Call of Duty Black Ops 4, which included the sales, except not the PC digital download sales. So that, that could have definitely a big impact. NBA 2K19, which included the digital sales. Madden NFL 19, which included all digital sales except for PC digital downloads. And then number five is Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. That's unbelievable, guys. That That is really, really unbelievable and the current estimates are putting the game at somewhere between 4.5 and 5 million units sold not including digital download sales now if you don't know this it's the current top selling game in the digital downloads on the eShop so I'm willing to bet that this bad boy pushed some serious units. But I want to talk a little bit more about the top 18 games released for all of 2018, okay, in terms of actual money here, all right? So let's talk a little bit about this list. So at number one, I already said uh, was Red Dead Redemption 2 and so on and so forth. And I said number five was Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, but I want to keep going. Number six was Marvel Spider-Man, seven Far Cry 5, 
uh, 8 God of War 2018. Uh, for the multi-release games or multi-platform games like Red Dead Redemption, Far Cry, they combine all of the different um, platforms together, okay? So obviously it makes a difference. Number 9 is Monster Hunter World. Number 10, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Number 11, Grand Theft Auto V, the game that will be there till the end of time or until Grand Theft Auto VI releases. And here we go. Number 12 is Mario Kart 8. Mario Kart 8. Think of that. Then 13 is FIFA 19. 14, Battlefield 5. 15, Super Mario Odyssey. Again, taking a pause here. Think of that. Number 16, Call of Duty World War II. Uh, 17, Dragon Ball Fighters, and to wrap up the top 18, number 18 is The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. We have three of the biggest releases of the year, okay, in terms of money-making, generating revenue, are three games that were released in the previous year for the Switch. This is very interesting stuff, okay? This is very, very interesting stuff, because what does this mean? Well, essentially, it means that the Switch is doing something that has not been done. And I kid you not when I say this, that has not been done since the Super Nintendo days. And I am dead serious when I say that. Okay? And the reason why is because if we look at the sales of the system, Nintendo had... I'm sorry here. I'm trying to get to my notes, but my cat's right in front of the screen. Um, he won't move. Lovely. Basically, the the Switch had the best December in forever. Okay? It had the best December since the Wii's heyday, which the Wii, if you recall, is Nintendo's most successful platform of all time. And that platform was geared directly towards the blue-collar market. This is significant, okay? This is very significant. Because unlike the Wii, the Switch is selling based on its traditional games. And that's the thing. That's the, the big, big thing that has got me so intrigued here. Nintendo basically had the biggest selling system of the year, and that's unbelievable. What the NPD said is that Nintendo sold more Switches in December than any game machine has ever sold in December since the beginning of this generation. That includes the Nintendo 3DS, Xbox One, and PlayStation 4. So think of that, okay? That's pretty sick, that means that that figure is somewhere in the ballpark of two plus million units that were sold in the month of December, uh, just like just that one month. And now it's seeming very, very likely that the Switch could start to, you know, really sell these Wii-like numbers because it's it's just exploding. And... This has got me super excited for the first time, for Nintendo anyway, since the SNES days. And I know, like, hardcore fans are going to say, what the hell are you talking about, man? The N64. Yeah, the N64 did very well during peak periods, but it got its butt handed to it. And I don't know why people 
sort of forget that. But I'm going to show you something here. Because uh, the lifetime sales of the N64. All right. Uh, let's see. So worldwide sales were about 33 to 35 million for the Nintendo 64. This is in, in its entire lifespan while the PlayStation 1 would go over and sell like, well, I think it's like 101, 105 million units. Uh, one of these things is not like the other, but now the Switch, I mean, the Switch is, is doing unbelievably well. I mean, unbelievably well. If I go to Nintendo's financial uh, results, they have a, a page dedicated to that, okay? I'm going to go to top-selling units. And this site has not been updated since September 30th, so it will be updated shortly with the latest sales figures, okay? Now, as of September 30th, Nintendo had said that the Switch had sold 22.86 million that number is probably way above 30 now, which is crazy. I mean, that's absolutely bonkers. And again, the, the reason why I find this so staggering is because of the fact that it sold not to some weird gimmick like, uh, you know, Wii Sports and Wii Fit and stuff like that. It sold based on traditional games. And you look at the highest selling games of the whole year. And you have Super Smash Brothers, you've got Mario Kart 8, you've got The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Oh, sorry, I, I, I didn't scroll uh, down enough. Number 19 is Super Mario Party. Number 20, Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu. And they don't add Eevee, which means if you did add Eevee to it, it'd be even higher. Uh, what was the other one? So Mario, Zelda, Mario Kart, Smash, Super Mario Party, and Pokemon Let's Go. That's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5... Six games on the top 20 belong to Nintendo's first party. This has not happened in a dog's age where sales have been this good, this strong for a home console. I want to make sure that you're clear about that, that the home console has done this well. And this is very, very exciting. We have not seen this, like I said, since the Super Nintendo era where like they're just dominating not only in terms of hardware but also in terms of software and i i couldn't be more excited i i actually want them to release the metroid prime trilogy now i want that out now so that i can see could we could we actually be looking at the very first metroid that sells exceedingly well I mean, the series has never done, it's never been one of their, you know, main platforms that, well, not platforms, but main main games that sold a gajillion copies, which is one of the major reasons why you didn't see it on the N64. It's one of the major reasons why you don't see it right now. It's not a system seller in the traditional sense. However, Smash Brothers selling as well as it sold is showing, at least to me, that people want traditional games from Nintendo. And they are very willing 
and able to purchase them. I'm positive that this year, when we see the likes of Animal Crossing, when we see the likes of Pokemon, the next generation coming out, I'm I'm positive that these, these games are going to sell like crazy. I'm also positive that new Super Mario Bros. U is also going to like eat up the charts. The fact that Mario Kart 8 is is here is incredible to me because it's basically a Wii U game and that Wii U game certainly did not sell the same number of units and I'll show I can prove it because if I go to the Wii U again we're going to say as of September 30th right it sold 8.4 million copies on the Wii U in its entire lifetime which is amazing guys i mean that's fantastic and currently on the Switch okay it's at 11.7 million, but this has not been updated in months, right? So we're missing all of November and December. Uh, sorry, October, November, and December. So they should be updating this site relatively soon. And when they do, I expect Mario Kart 8 to be at like 15 million. Mario uh, Odyssey to be somewhere in the 16 million, something like that. Breath of the Wild, probably now we're looking at um, something like 12 million. Like the, this is incredible guys. This is absolutely incredible how well these games are, are doing. And I'm so excited. Like I'm, I'm so happy right now because this is something I have dreamed about being a Nintendo fan for years. I have always wanted a successor to the Super Nintendo where Nintendo feels confident in releasing traditional games that cater to the masses. The N64 was awesome guys. It really was. And they had some really awesome titles for it, right? They really did. They had some amazing games for it. But it got its butt handed to it by the PlayStation. And as I look above me now, where all my PlayStation games are, it's like there are so many memorable games on the PlayStation that really, you know, introduce genres in one way or another, like Resident Evil, your Silent Hills to like, you know, just weird games that I love, like Fear Effect, and so on and so forth. This is not a PlayStation podcast. It's a Nintendo podcast. And yeah, Ocarina of Time, like, changed my life type of thing, you know? It was it was that phenomenal. Super Mario 64, same deal. But it never felt like a SNES 2 to me. It just never did. And this, this has the potential. I mean, it really has the potential. I love the concept of the Switch, being able to just play it on my sofa, being able to play it everywhere. That's what I loved about the Wii U. I thought the Wii U was brilliant, just horribly marketed, and it had like a god-awful operating system in it. But other than that, I mean, the concept was there. And like I say, this, this is me so excited because it's the first time in forever that we have a Nintendo platform performing exceptionally well. And not only is it performing exceptionally well, but traditional games are what is selling this platform. And that's amazing. That's amazing. I I can't wait to see what happens. And I I am seriously stoked for that Nintendo Direct. Whenever that hits, I, I just, I can't wait to see what they have in the pipeline and I am really hoping that we get certain things this year I'm I'm practically begging them 
for a Metroid Prime trilogy because I am certain that would crack the top 20 highest selling games of the year as a surprise. And I think they would they would be very surprised by this because markets have changed and and it's it's time, man. It's really time. Bring us F0. You've got nothing to lose at this point. You're making so much money off of the Switch right now that you know, you can afford to give us our labo, to give us our one two arms and stuff like that, but you can also now feel safe in investing your money into traditional games. Give us some of these original titles that you've you've kind of been scared of in console uh, release anyway. And and I'm telling you, they're going to sell. People want this stuff and you got to fix your online too. Like now's the time you guys got to fix your online. It's just, it has to happen. It's utterly ridiculous that we have to use an app and stuff like that. And you don't want to piss people off. You don't want the negative press. You don't want the tide to turn. You have it. You've got it for the first time in forever. You've got the traditional gamers back. They are in your court, man. And now just feed them. You give them what they want. Like I said, I want Samus back. I want Metroid front and center. Give me the Metroid Prime trilogy spiced up in HD that looks nice and sexy on my big screen TV, but also runs super well in portable mode and start getting us ready for Metroid Prime 4. Give me Animal Crossing with great online features so that I can bug Steven nonstop. We can visit each other's island. Give us like a much larger map to work with, new features, stuff like that. Um, Yoshi, the new Yoshi game coming out next month. That looks great, man. I'm, I'm excited for that. Now, I'm sure it's going to sell really well. And... Again, F-Zero. Give me an F-Zero. It's been so long. What the hell do you have to lose? Like, you had nothing to lose. Mario Kart 8 was the 12th highest selling game of the whole year in terms of money. And at the last report, which didn't even include that, it had sold 11.7 million units. I mean, are you kidding me? Like, are you kidding me? This is insane. We are almost, we're almost at Wii level of of games, you know, where like games could sell 20 million, 30 million again. And that blows my mind. I mean, it just blows my mind that we're, we're at this point again, where this is actually possible, you know, like it's actually possible that we could see a Mario game such as Super Mario Odyssey selling 20 million units. Could you imagine? And honestly, it's it's not out of the, the realm of, of possible. I mean, it was the 15th highest selling game in December. It's entirely possible that in the last three months, this bad boy has moved another, you know, 3 million, 2 million units. And I can't get over this. And again, that, you know, this software, I'm going to check if it includes digital uh, stuff. It might actually. Let's see. Yeah, it does. Okay, so this does include downloadable versions, which means when we get the update, we'll be able to see what we're looking at in terms of global numbers. But I am really uh, happy. And by the way, I, I mentioned ARMS was the uh, the one two ARMS or something like that. That was just a screw up. I meant one two switch was the their sort of tackle at the uh, the casual market. But if you notice, we really haven't gotten much 
aimed at the casual market or the blue collar market or whatever you want to call it. These have all been traditional games that have sold. And I'm just really, really hoping that we see more. And I'd love to see some third party sales figures, but we, we're not seeing those. And that's, that's my only, I don't want to say fear, but that's my only thing where I'm like, well, how well did Doom perform? How well did, um, you know, things like LA Noir and, and all titles like that, like how are third party games selling? Because they don't appear to be selling quite as well as Nintendo's first party stuff. But that doesn't mean that these things have bombed, especially in the sense that these are older games that just been ported over to the Switch. I want to see day and date release, right? Like I want to see some of these big third party releases hit the Switch. And I also now I'm hoping that Nintendo really has a plan for when the PlayStation 5 slash next Xbox come out because this is just the beginning to me, right? Like the switch is not like six years old. I mean, it's what two years. Like it, it it didn't come out in March. Let me, let me just check that. All right. Switch launch date. It was March. Yeah. March 3rd, 2017. I mean, for God's sakes, it's not even two years old yet. And this thing is already sold so well and already has all these really crazy selling games. This is, really good and i just hope that nintendo can keep the ball rolling and and keep going in terms of online features i mean i know that you've probably read that there was a someone did some data mining and they discovered that the the um, online service is gonna potentially well there has there's names or something like that for uh super nintendo games and i think we're at the point now where the nostalgia is it's switched from go figure switch it switched from the nes over to the snes so now's the time like for real now is the time to get out there and give us snes games i know for me like man i would be all over that i have so much nostalgia for both the nes and for the SNES, but the SNES games, they're just so much like, I find they, I don't want to say better, but they've held up so much better. Like you can play those classic final fantasy games, dragon quest games, and so on and so forth. So much easier than you can. A lot of these NES games. And now's the time. And I think if they play their cards, right? Like if they give us a good direct, like obviously we're not getting one in, in January, a traditional one, but maybe in February or March, we could get a direct that really nails the, the, these sorts of things that we want, you know, like these, these games that were, were, that I'm talking about, uh, the fact that the switch could have access to SNES games and things like that. Like I, they've got to ride this success. And, and I know that, um, I forget what it's called. Yoshi's, uh, woolly world, I think is what it is, right? Yoshi's woolly world. Yes. No. Yoshi's Woolly World already came out. That was the one for Wii. What the hell is the one? Uh... Okay, hold on. It's Crafted World. Yoshi's Crafted World. That's it. Yeah, that's it. And it's when is it coming out? This guy. March 29th. Oh, I thought it was February. Okay. So that's one I'm really looking forward to. This looks absolutely awesome and nice platformer. And I think it's going to do well. I honestly think right now I'm, I'm pretty sure that 
Nintendo, it's not that they can't do no wrong. It's that they have the ability to do so much right. And that's what I'm really hoping they do. I'm trying to see if I can find, um, let's see, Switch game release list. Let's see. Uh, Upcoming for 2019. I know they got the Final Fantasy games coming out, which is very exciting. Let's see. Let's see, let's see, let's see. What do we got? Okay, here we go. So Eurogamer, when did they post this? January 23rd, nice, yesterday, excellent. So here's upcoming games coming in 2019, January, okay, uh, February, they don't have anything coming out, like Nintendo I'm talking, just first party stuff. Then we've got Yoshi's Crafted World, that's perfect, in March, uh, the Final Fantasy games are hitting in april which is pretty wild okay well that's it now no okay so first party games okay so we don't we know we've got um animal crossing in here we have the next gen pokemon game we have bayonetta 3 fire emblems 3 houses luigi's mansion 3 marvel ultimate alliance 3 metroid prime 4 and town which is that working title from uh, game freak that looks really cool so those are some very big releases. If we can get most of those in 2019, man, would that be awesome. Like I said, I, I keep mentioning Metroid Prime Trilogy because I really want them to release that in advance of Metroid Prime 4. Because the truth is, there's so many people who never even played Metroid Prime 3. And a lot of people now like that have a Switch may not have even had an opportunity to have played the Prime games that were released so long ago. I'm actually looking forward to Luigi's Mansion 3 as well, and Fire Emblem. It's going to be nice to have Fire Emblem back on console. It's been forever now. And those are some really good games. I mean, honestly, Animal Crossing, that's sweet. Marvel Ultimate Alliance is a really unique one, and I'm actually uh, I'm going to most likely be checking that one out as well. And then there's tons of third-party stuff eh, that don't have release dates. Like, there's all just all kinds of different games. Uh, Dragon Quest Eleven. I'm obviously looking very much forward to that. The new figures are all uh, slowly coming out. They, um, the hero's been released. I know they've got... Uh, well, I don't even know the North American names of them, but Veronica was just announced, so that's, that's pretty cool. And um, yeah, they've got more and more and more coming out, so I'm really looking forward to that. But yeah, so overall... Uh, Overall, they, they've got serious potential here. Nintendo really has serious, serious potential. Dragon Ball, uh, not Dragon Ball, Dragon Quest Builders 2 should be coming out. I'm um, hoping in the not-too-distant future. That game is awesome, hey eh, guys? That's an absolutely awesome game. And it sucks that you guys have not had the opportunity to experience that. And I really don't know what the hell is wrong with... Um, with Square Enix not releasing not releasing any of this stuff, you know? Like, why why do you wait so long? It's so, so annoying. It's going to be wild to revisit Final Fantasy VII on the Switch, too. First time it hits a Nintendo platform, which is just kind of crazy. So, all this said, 
I know this wasn't the the longest podcast and it wasn't the best podcast, but I really just wanted to talk quickly to you guys a little bit about, you know, this incredible feat that Nintendo has done and how if you're a Nintendo fan, this is the time to be excited. I mean, this is really the time to be excited because Nintendo has not been in a position like this in generations. And I mean console generations. This is a truly big deal. The fact that this system is selling so well and based entirely on traditional gaming is absolutely phenomenal. And I, for one, couldn't be more more happy. And I'm truly looking forward to seeing what the future brings. And I hope you will join us as we experience that together. It's going to be awesome. All right, guys, hopefully by the next time I can get Steven um, out from his dungeon and uh, we'll be able to do a podcast together or maybe I can invite Ahmed. I just didn't have a chance this time. So hope you enjoyed. I know it's a little bit short, but I really wanted to get it out. And what are your thoughts on Nintendo's seemingly dominant stance on uh, traditional gaming right now? Are you like me and super stoked, super happy to see where this goes? Or are you like, no, no, bring on Wii Fit. I doubt very much any of you listening to this are in that camp, but hey, you never know. All right, everybody. Thank you very much for checking us out and be sure to be back in two weeks when we return with another podcast. Take care, everyone.